Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Good morning, Jamie. What a what a tough morning. Yes. Um, just I'm I'm, I'm uh, kind of been listening to the to you guys this morning while I was doing show prep, and it just in shock over the latest news. This and you're, is terrible it, news. we've been playing, you know, um, sound of you know their parents holding yep. out hope, and yeah, it's just really sad to hear and, that. And what's scary about this, I think, maybe adds a little bit more fear factor to us in Arizona is all of us either have or know someone that has gone to Mexico for this purpose. Oh this yeah, is so com- this is so common. I have a lot of friends and family yeah. members that have gone there for dental work or medical or mm-hmm. medicine or yeah very very difficult uh, uh, a great job this morning by the way i love listening to you guys when i was doing prep so you guys uh i'm stealing most of your show i just want you Sounds to know good that. to me all right thanks jamie and good credit morning, where credit is due okay? absolutely i always okay. will I, you right. of course always you <laughs> <laughs> thanks jamie um this is uh, a very difficult way for me to start the show um I want you to hear what we had planned on talking about. There was the uh, the, the revelation of who these four people are. Um, so I want you to hear this. This was the original report of the identification of the four people who have been kidnapped in Mexico. Until about 15 minutes or so ago, it was confirmed that two of them are dead, one injured, and I guess the two that are alive are safe. But I, I want you to hear what we were originally going to start the show with. The White House saying the president is aware of the attack, the FBI and State Department working with the Mexican government to find them. ABC News learning their names, Latavia Tay McGee, Shaid Woodwards and Del Brown and Eric Williams. McGee's mother, Barbara, telling ABC News her daughter was traveling from Lake City, South Carolina to Mexico for a cosmetic procedure with her cousin and two others. It's a... I, I can't even begin to start talking about this. I mean, I'm outraged. I'm so sad for these families. Um, as an American citizen, I'm angry and I want justice. Um, coming up at, at 835, what we're going to do is we're going to talk with Griselda Satino. And she has uh, been working on this behind the scenes, one of our KTAR news reporters, to get you the up-to-the-minute information that I don't even have yet because of what's happening. But they do in our newsroom. So I'm going to get you updated on the things that we know. But what does this now do? Um, the political pressure this puts on the White House is going to be immense. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, but this should never be about that. We as Americans on both sides of the political aisle, I want justice. And I'm going to talk about justice this morning and what that might look like and what the implications could be internationally. Because this is a very difficult diplomatic situation. But before we go there, uh, just as I said to Jamie, um, here in Arizona, we deal with this all the time. Oddly enough, last night, again, I was on with CNN last night with Allison Camerata, and I was with an expert that worked in national security for a long time and uh, a brilliant woman that is a lot more well-versed in the diplomacy and the ability to do these kinds of things. But I'm speaking not only as an American citizen, but someone that lives in a border state that's been dealing with the border issue for a very, very, very long time time. What we have now is the worst of all situations. Now, this was obviously happened south of the Texas border, but as a border state, we all understand how many of you listening have condominiums or businesses or homes down in Rocky Point. How many of you make regular trips down there? And listen, I don't want to see any of you lose income or lose your business because people feel unsafe, but those are going to, that's going to be part of the fallout here. How many people with spring break, how many Americans Young Americans take their spring break into Mexico, different parts of Mexico, but into Mexico. What is that going to do? The implications here of fear. When we've talked 
about We've dealt with terrorism around the world, but we've always said we're going to fight terrorism where it is so we don't fight it on on our land. And that's why, you know, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, that's why we were in Iraq and Afghanistan, why we're in Africa, why we're in some of these places. You know, what you see going on still in Somalia. And we are fighting international terrorism in that way. Well, what we are seeing now is a new level. They have taken this to a new level with the American people. What I mean by that is the cartels are brazen. We understand that they're trafficking and trucking of drugs into our country. Um, the human trafficking, the element of disgusting um, human trafficking where they're trafficking in young girls many times. We just heard a story in Arizona's Morning News about that. This is a whole new level of brazen. What you have just done at our back door is kidnap four of our citizens, murder two of them, injure one. We We don't know how serious those injuries are. And what now? What now? So how in the world, what do we do in order to, uh, what is justice? What does justice look like? Um, And what is it? We have a relationship. The USMCA is an agreement we have with the Mexican government, the Canadian government as North America, how we're going to work things out when it comes to trade and the way we're going to behave like a unified front in the world. What we've seen now, though, is that what do you do with with the people in Mexico? How many of the people in Mexico are good people. And I would say the vast majority. How many of them are being held hostage? And I would say a lot of them. You are it, it, it's there are many people that are in poverty. Um, they are being first of all bribed with more money than they could ever being able imagine ever being able to make. And then if they don't take the bribes, they end up like these people dead. So we understand that the cartels understand one thing. At least it's my opinion. They understand one thing, violence. They understand intimidation they under you know this this theme of they don't want respect they want fear they want you if you're not with them you better stay out of our way and if you don't stay out of our way you and everybody you know are going to die here we have four innocent american citizens kidnapped in broad daylight for the entire world to see and they felt emboldened enough to kill two of them now what are the circumstances? We don't know that yet. We don't know what this, why they were, you know, this is just confusing. And I'm just giving you right now raw emotion. I wish I could give you more information. We're going to have Griselda on with us, Griselda Satino at 835, because they have more of the details. As this comes out, I'm reaching out. Um, uh, I'm reaching out to the people I know in, in federal investigations. I've reached out to the FBI. I've reached out to sheriffs at the border. I've reached out to other people because what does this do? You know, we know, and I know this for a fact, that our law enforcement officials, and not just federal law enforcement at the border, our local law enforcement down in border towns, Pinal County is effectively a border county. They are facing violence every single day. They are seeing heavily armed people, brazen people operating on U.S. soil, and it's surprising that it hasn't ended more violently before. This, they knew, I I just, I can't, when I say that, I can't imagine that these kidnappers very shortly after this kidnapping happened, I can't imagine that they didn't know what they had done. Mistaken identity, American citizens, whatever it is, they knew what they were doing to the Americans.
Now what? How do we respond? I know how I want to respond. I know what my initial knee-jerk reaction is, like most of you. It's anger, and we think, how dare you? And we're going to go in, and we're going to get the people guilty. Or we want the Mexican government to find out who it was and send them our way. We want the people responsible. And is that easier said than done? Unfortunately, the relationship goes much deeper than that. It is a sovereign nation. Is the Mexican government going to allow for an incursion of Americans? Should we even care? I mean, again, if you're going to talk about the raw emotion of how you feel, that's how I feel. I don't care whether you think it's you're supposed to be our neighbor. You're supposed to be our friend. Now, I'm not calling my emotion right now. This is why you take a deep breath and you let cooler heads prevail and you do the right thing as opposed to what feels good in the moment. I get all of that. There needs to be a plan. But my knee jerk reaction when I heard the breaking news this morning was we've got to go get justice. We need justice right now. Let's send people in. Let's figure out who they are and let's go get them ourselves. And if the Mexican government tries to stop us too bad, in this case, they failed as well. Now, I don't know that that's going to happen. I'm I'm giving you the raw emotion I feel. That could make things – and I'm not an expert in diplomacy. But from my way of thinking, the way I see this right this moment is – I don't care about the fallout. I want justice for these families. I want justice for the American people. I am indignant in a way. How dare you think you can do that to an American citizen and get away with it? And I don't know how many of you feel the same way. Responding in that way right now could make the situation worse. So I'm going to talk through this, and I'm I'm being as honest and raw as I can about this. I'm talking through my emotions with you. I hope I'm making some semblance of sense. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm devastated and sad for these families. You think you're going into Mexico for a medical procedure. Two of you end up dead. Another one injured in a horrifying incident. Should never happen. Certainly not at our back door. What we're going to do coming up in a moment is uh, Griselda Satino is going to join us. She's been working on this story all morning long with the KTAR news team. And I want to get all the up-to-minute information, the accurate information that I can. And you're going to want to hear it as well. So stick around for that coming up here in just a few moments. Opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News. 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Um, if you're just joining us right before the show started this morning, just about 10 after 8, it was uh, KTAR News broke the story that uh, two of the hostages, two of the kidnapping victims in Mexico had been found dead, another one injured. Um, I'm in New York City, so I'm kind of flying blind here getting information, but our news team has been on this. Coming up at 9.05, I'm going to speak with Steve Hooper. Steve's been a frequent guest on the show. He spent over 30 years with the FBI. This is going to be an FBI matter. We're going to get the FBI perspective and process of what happens next at 9.05. But now I want to get more details on what happened. And joining us right now is Griselda Satino. Griselda, uh, first of all, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, let's talk about what you learned, mm-hmm. how you confirmed it, and do we know the identities of the victims that have perished? Yes, uh, we do know the identities and it's it sounds like it's three men, one woman. Um, 
uh, we had ABC, our, our news partners, uh, a- ABC News had the identities earlier. Um, and it sounds like, um, you know, they were traveling to Mexico for a medical procedure um, and they were kidnapped on Friday. Now, now we're learning that two of them are dead. One is injured and one is alive. The governor of Tamaulipas, which is the state where they went missing, um, he broke the news this morning on a phone call with Mexico's president, Andres Manuel López Obrador. Um, and so I listened to that phone call and what I was able to gather from it um, is that, um, you know, he said that they found out uh, about this about around seven this morning. They were alerted that the four Americans had been found um, and that they were immediately sending an ambulance um, and they were sending over authorities to provide assistance. Um, no information has been released on where exactly they were found. So they said that they were going to be released more information about that later today. Um, and so um, and I'll, I'm also hearing over here, I'm trying to gather information from the newspapers down in Mexico. Um, Reforma is one of the newspapers down there that's pretty credible. They're saying that one person has been detained. So we're working to confirm that as well. Um, so that's that's basically what we have so far. We know the identities of the four victims, but do we know which of those four are the ones that have been killed? We don't know. We don't know that information yet. Do we know um, the ones that the surviving victims, you're saying they sent an ambulance from them. Has there been confirmation that they have been taken to safety? Not yet, um, but they did say they're sending, they, they were, I mean, this was about 30 minutes ago that we mm-hmm. got the news. Um, so I imagine by now that they're all being provided assistance. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but they did say they were sending, um, you know, help um, to, to assist the injured and uh, to assist the other person that is alive. Um, so I, I imagine that they're going to be getting assistance here soon. If not, they probably already have. I hope you'll come back. And, I mean, obviously, we're going to be doing updates all day long, but I hope you'll come back if there's any more specific information. And great work, as always. Yeah, I appreciate the time. One other thing sure. is that um, Mexico's president did want to, um, you know, reiterate that, you know, he is working, his government is working um, around the clock to, to to make sure that these Americans return home. And he, he did say he did send his condolences to the victims mm-hmm. and their families. And then he also made clear that his government is working to guarantee peace and security in Mexico. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was expressing outrage that this happened. There's a lot of Americans that will be outraged by this. But in the end, Mexico was a great ally and a great partner of the U.S., both in trade and other things. And, and this is going to be a very precarious position for him to be in with the death of two Americans in his country. And so uh, I think it was probably a very good idea for him to say those things. Correct. Yes. Well, thank you, Griselda. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. All right. That is Griselda Satino. Satino, she joins us um, from the the KTAR newsroom. Uh, Keep it locked here because this is going to be a fast-moving story. It just broke literally minutes before I went on the air, and they're working so hard in the newsroom, as they always do on these stories, and you're going to get the information right here, and it really is the best coverage in town, so please keep it locked. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to have my friend Steve Hooper join me. Steve and his wife, Linda, they they become friends over the years, and between them, they are such a wealth of information in law enforcement. They've done it all. They've seen it all when it comes to the federal law enforcement. They both were with the FBI. Steve spent over 30 years. He was the ASAC or assistant special agent in charge here in Arizona. He was over the Joint Terrorism Task Force. So this is something that he is very well versed in. This is going to be a dicey situation for everyone involved. It's going to involve diplomacy. Now, I've voiced my anger, and I know that many of you are feeling exactly the same way. 
how will this be rectified and handled? And this is delicate in the sense that, you know, as Arizonans, Mexico is familiar to us. We keep we talk about the border issue as if there's some kind of a horrible relationship between Mexican people and American people. We know that many Mexican people come into the U.S. and shop at our stores and, and, and to spend holidays and vacations here and vice versa. So many of us cross into Mexico and there are such great relationships that are there. How do these relationships survive and thrive in light of what's happened here? Are the American people going to start blaming the government of Mexico and not the perpetrators here, these cartel members? And I think it's something that's dangerous. So we're going to talk about that with Steve Hooper, the process of what the FBI will do next, what this now changes for them, that this is now turned into a murder case. All that's going to happen at 9.05. Gatos joins me in a couple of moments with the BQ poll question of the day. So please stick around for that. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Hey, what's up, Mike? How are you? A rough morning, right? Well, we've got two Americans dead. We've got one injured. And what was the fourth? Um, they apparently is physically okay. And uh, last okay. we heard, I just talked to Griselda on the air and said that they were sending an ambulance and sending help to the two survivors. And uh, we hadn't gotten an update that they are in a safe place yet, but someone was on the way to uh, to ensure that. Yeah. No, it's a tough morning, but it was uh, that was not a smart move. Uh, you've got to know better. You can't go to a – I mean, did they know that Matamoros was a place that you should not go? Uh, well, if they didn't, they didn't do their their research. I mean, well, my they, goodness, it's one of the most dangerous places in Mexico. When you – first of all, I, I, and just uh, for us, you know, for someone that lives, I would say, in Texas or here in Arizona, we know, you know, Rocky Point is a great place for people to go, but we know the places we probably shouldn't. Apparently, I think they were from North or South Carolina, so maybe they didn't yeah. have a clue. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they saw a, a medical tour brochure and just yeah. went thinking they were going for a medical procedure. Not smart. Uh, it's just not smart. You've got to know where you're going. And in parts of Mexico, it's dangerous. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, I'm reading up on, on Matamoros. Uh, it says, uh, it basically says for tourists, murder, robbery, carjacking, extortion, and sexual assault are quite common. My goodness, it's a Google search, Mike. I mean, that's all I just yeah. did. Listen, and I understand. All, that's all they had to do was Google search and look at that and say, you know what? I don't think I'm going for cosmetic surgery. Yeah, the issue for me, I think, is the brazenness of the cartel, uh, whoever was responsible for this. Because shortly after, if this was mistaken identity, whatever led to the kidnapping of these four Americans, shortly after it happened, they had to be aware that they had taken Americans wrongly and that America was on high alert. I mean, this is pretty brazen for them to murder two Americans knowing what is going to follow. Well, I think probably, you know, they thought it was somebody else. That's what I read because all hell's going to break loose. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got to do something now. We got to go after these guys, but right. you know, it's not it's not that easy to do. Yeah. It's not it's not that easy. You can't just go in blazing guns into Mexico. It's I agree. Just, you uh, can't. It's a sovereign you know? country. What uh right. what question do you have? I got I'm way way late as always. Okay. Uh with the kidnapping of four Americans in Mexico, do you feel 
uh, safe to travel there. Yes, no, depends where you go. It always depends where you go. Great question. Great question, Gatos. I know you'll be talking about it this afternoon, and uh, I appreciate you coming on this morning again. Okay, man. You got Thanks. it. All right. The Big Q poll question of the day is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Go to KTAR.com. You can weigh in and hear how other, people's, hear how other people voted as well. Um, what we are going to do is talk with my friend Steve Hooper. Uh, Steve Hooper is has spent over 30 years with the FBI. This is stuff he's worked on. What next? How does this change now the FBI's work? How involved can they be in a sovereign nation with this investigation? It's all coming up here in just a few moments.